You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He's Sean Shapiro. I'm Gavin Spittle. We're doing a Western Conference preview on Spits and Suds 105.3 The Fan. Remember to uh, like us, favorite us, so you can get this uh, showing up on your phone or whatever device you have. Um, So when we have new episodes, and we're putting out a lot of Stars content right now, uh, it'll alert you. And two things that I always find interesting when you do make a Western Conference Final is you just mentioned Tyler Sagan, Jamie Benn. We really aren't saying a couple things. One, we're not talking about their contracts as much, which is a good thing. Yep. And I think the other thing is the players around them, I think, are, I don't want to say extend their career, but I think, you know, they have some um, tools around. Like Wyatt Johnston has made Jamie Ben better this year, or Ben has made Wyatt Johnston better. But the bottom line is, is the pair together are, are, a, are a terrific combo. The other thing which I love about this Stars team is, when I looked at the bubble, I remember talking about and thinking to myself, well, I feel as though this is a nice run. And now, Sean, honest to goodness, I'm thinking with Stankoven coming, with Maverick Bork down in the minors, Harley, Heishkinen, Rupe Hintz, Robertson, Ottinger, you can say all those things. This, to me, seems like the potential for an elongated run, and that's what I'm so excited about. Yeah, it's, I mean this. This starts. This feels. Um, this feels like the reopening of a quote-unquote window, right? Like you go from there was the 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 Ben Sagan window, and if they were only relying on Ben and Sagan, it probably would have closed two years ago. Yes, with that run, and now instead, and this is something the stars have done really well, and Jim Nell deserves a ton of credit for this. The stars have allowed. This is now the. It's 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 easy. It's it's this is now the Miro. It's like you use the 2017 draft class as the poster children for it, but like this is the 2017 draft class window now, where they they are the now the leaders of this franchise, and it, with Miro Heishkin and Jason Robertson and Jake Ottinger, they're the leaders of this franchise going forward. Um, ben and Sagan and Pavelski will obviously be part of it now but when ben sagan and pavelski are gone this ru- this window will still be open because because of those three and rope hints and then the other guys coming up behind him and we see thomas harley in this playoffs too like this is a space where you don't want to like you don't read too much you don't want to like you want to enjoy the run and enjoy the good times while you're in them so i i want people to not take any playoff run for granted because I mean, look, people in Toronto went 20 years without winning the playoff series. So don't don't take any playoff run for granted. 
But this series against Vegas, and you look at the Eastern Conference, these four teams, they feel like they're not going anywhere. It feels like the it feels like when you look at kind of the power shift in the NHL right now, when you look at how things are constructed, the concept of Vegas being the most northern franchise in the final four that may not be that it's not that crazy of a thing to think as a norm going forward yeah absolutely and something get ready to cheer stars fans this will be talked about in this series when you look at tomorrow night seven thirty puck drop sunday two o'clock game three here in dallas seven o'clock game four thursday may 25th seven o'clock game five over the weekend on saturday in vegas seven o'clock and then game six, seven o'clock. Game seven, we go to eight o'clock. I mean, it's I mean, granted, it's because you have East and then you have West, and you have to appease the, you know, you can't start things at nine o'clock because no one from the East Coast is gonna watch. But at the same time, this is what we've talked about, that missed opportunity to get the new stars fans, the, oh wow, what's going on to get the to get the youth excited. And and I mentioned the Connor Bedard interview that he did recently where he talked about the Kevin Bieksa playoff goal and how excited he was as a five year old. That's what I'm talking about that this series can create. And I think that's awesome for the local area. And I think this is for Dallas perspective, I think this is such a great it's actually kind of one of those where You'd love to be the home, the higher seed and have start at home in the room. But I actually think it's a great setup for from a Dallas perspective where you get uh, and I can say this as someone who has, has has kids, right? Like Friday night game. I'm OK. Yeah, that's a late night. You can yeah. stay up and watch yeah, that. You yeah. can stay up and watch that one. And then, you know what? Sunday, two o'clock start. That's an afternoon game. That's that's great. And then. You build into you build into the home game Wednesday and Thursday, and the area will be buzzing. Like it's a, it is a, it's a great uh, it's a great time for hockey. It's a great time for the growth of the game, and I think it also fits well too with this. Uh, one of the nice things, for lack of a better word about it, one of the nice things about about Vegas is scheduling. I think. And Gavin, you know this. You've been out to Vegas. Mm, I lived there four and a half yeah. years. Vegas is Vegas is used to odd times. Absolutely. So like Vegas, like so, like for example, a, like what a two o'clock. It's technically it's a two o'clock central start on Sunday, mm-hmm. right? So that's noon on Vegas. Like a sporting event starting at noon local time in Vegas isn't. That's not a big deal. Like no. it's used to that. Like I yep. remember when the All Star Game was there two years ago. I was and I was out there. It's like it started at. I think it was like four o'clock, whatever, locally. It wasn't a big deal because Vegas is used to that. And so in a weird way, it's almost the you know, the perfect fit where it's not like you're talking about a city like LA or right. LA or or Edmonton or whatever, where you're like, well, you, you have to have the times that work for people getting off of work or something like that. No, it, it's Vegas is the, one of the entertainment capitals of the world, but they're yeah. used to these times. So I'm not really, you, you, you could you could put the game at midnight in Vegas and it'd still be packing and rocking. So, right, absolutely. <laughs> and for those wondering, you know, as a person who lived there and took great pride in Nevada, it's a terrific place to live. Um, one thing people have to realize the boxing matches that are on late, and that's basically a tourist attraction. Yeah. This is locals, this is people outside the strip that don't go down the strip unless they A, work there, 
B have a friend in town that they have to take down there. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things that, you know, Vegas has a massive local sports fan base that truly embraced Vegas, as we mentioned at the top of this podcast. They embraced this team and they love this team. And so, I, you know, I just wanted to provide a little perspective uh, and I was talking to Lindsey Brown. Uh, that's a great podcast as well when we went behind enemy lines to hear from the Vegas perspective. But when I lived there, Sean, you'd have these fly-by-night operations, a a kind of minor league independent basketball team, and then you had a, an independent hockey team that was in there. And they'd be fly-by-night operations, and they'd be here for a year or two, and they'd go away. And the thought was, Sports won't work in Las Vegas. And my thought was at least try it with a real team. And they got a real team and they made it a massive success. So uh, really happy for the city because they deserve it. And that fan base, when I was in that barn, Sean, that fan base, the education level, I was so impressed. They were all in their seats. They were cheering. They knew what was going on. They were into the game. You know, the 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 glitz and glamour is really cool in the arena, but they are there to watch hockey, uh, even more than the show part of the whole Vegas arena. So I thought, you know, it's a it's a cool place. I would recommend that Stars fans, I'm sure a lot of them will go to Vegas. I think it's a terrific place to watch hockey and be in a great hockey atmosphere. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is. My only, um, my only qualm with Vegas game presentation because they do a really great job is they, they pump the bass a little bit too much when you're in there i do like, agree so, so, with yeah that is loud so yeah. it's so it, it is it's a loud arena and it's great but um and the people there are loud and, and you can hear the true sound of the crowd when play is going on but uh they almost get a little bit uh, they pump a little bit too much they need to turn the bass down a little bit on the overall sound system when you're in there. Um, but that's my only qualm. Like it's yeah. a great, it's, it's turned into a great hockey town. It's a, it's, it's kind of, uh, as I said earlier, my uncle lives out there and I've, so it's, it's, it is the local thing to do. It's the, it's the time that obviously there are always tourists. It's a great time to go there, but it's, it's hard to find tickets to a golden Knights game. It's not like going to, it's because uh, it, the tickets are all gobbled up and by season yeah. ticket holders who live in the area and everything like that. And I mean, the fact that they have built um, a beautiful minor league building in Henderson right there. Oh, and yeah. Ha- pack pack that building too. like that shows you the dedication to hockey in the area. And it's uh, it's it's great. It's like we talked about being great for the sport. It's 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 great for the sport. OK, and that brings up something I do want to bring up quick, even though this is a preview Recently, the city of Tempe has said no, voted no. Um, A lot of money was spent to try to get the vote yes. So the stadium will not be built in Tempe. Saw an article today. Maybe they look at Mesa, which is, once again, outside. That's kind of similar to Glendale. But Mesa um, as a possible place for uh, a new stadium. But from your perspective, does that 
make Houston a bigger player in all of this? Yeah, I was. Yeah, the answer is yes. It's it's kind of a weird spot, right? Because you never want to. You don't. I feel for Coyotes fans because there's good. There are good hockey Absolutely. fans in Arizona, and this isn't this isn't a reflection of the Arizona hockey fan. And they've actually got a really good, vibrant youth hockey community out there now. Um, it's a, it's unfortunately a reflection of ownership. And even if you want to, even if you want to defend and and try to say, and 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 if you even if you want to defend the Alex Marillo, the Coyotes owner, and everything like that, it's really hard to it's hard to win a public vote when your reputation is that of someone who was basically fell out of favor with the city of glendale and didn't pay their bills and have been the center of uh big expose stories about the culture of the organization and everything like that and it's it's it really is an ownership issue and i don't know like I've talked to people about that deal that was on the table and everything I've heard about the deal that they were trying to put together for Tempe. That was probably one of the better deals you could put together. There was a lot of, um, there was even protections in that deal to protect against some of the things that have been that, that have some of the stories that have been to to protect against some of the, um, unsavory things that have, that the rule has been accused of and everything like that. Um, and so like, I don't know how you find a better deal. I don't know either. And that's, that's kind of, a, I, I did think I, ahead. I, 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 I did think ahead, Sean. And I thought, okay, they, they moved to Houston. That's a hockey ready facility. A lot of people don't know that when that stadium was built, the Toyota center in Houston, it was built for hockey as well as basketball. So um, it's a solid venue for hockey. Uh, Houston gets a team. They pack the barn and then move Tucson to San Antonio. San Antonio gets minor league hockey again. You know, another rival for the Texas Stars. That was just me thinking ahead. But I would think he'd have to sell the team to Fertitta because the issue is Fertitta owns the Toyota Center and the Houston Rockets. So I would think that that might be, you know, a play if they did move to Houston would just be sell the team. Yeah, when you look at the long-term future, and I don't know how this franchise gets anything done with the current ownership group and Houston could be a solution that you hear Salt Lake city, but I just, I wonder if you've just reached the spot with the ownership group and their reputation. It's just too toxic for anyone, for any city, any community to trust them. And I think no matter where they are, whether it's the Arizona, Houston, Salt Lake city, Atlanta, whatever, I, I don't know how you get it done with that ownership group. I think they've put the, I think the reputation and the, and the well has been poisoned too much for anyone to trust them. So Sean has an article uh, about Jamie Ben at D magazine. So go read that. Um, check him out at Shapshots shots, EP ringside. And if you cannot find him for the Dallas stars <laughs> home game, when, and you bring a book, uh, we win here. I will sign it as Sean Shapiro at the game. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I have a great, I have a great autograph story. So I was, uh, the, uh, when I was in a couple, uh, Mike Heike told me this story. And so he, uh, Mike Heike, longtime stars journalist who now works for the team. Um, Mike told me that there was one year, um, I think it was like 
90s, 2000s. Love to ask Mike about this to get the exact timeline. But um, he was helping get uh, a jersey signed for like some charity event. And like he brought it in and got signed and it was just some some charity thing, right? Like that was going to be auctioned off and everything like that. And uh, so somebody, uh, somebody, one of the, the person whoever is, is called Mike and said, Mike, this is amazing. How would you get Wayne Gretzky to sign the Stars jersey? And apparently, I think it was, I think it was, it might've been Mike Keenan. I'm not sure exactly who, but like someone on the stars <laughs> signed the Jersey as, as Wayne signed Wayne Gretzky on the Jersey. That was so. Yep. I mean, that, that happens. I was out with Luds one night. It was a charity dinner and there were like five or six of us and uh, Luds is holding court as he always does. So two things happened about an hour and a half into dinner, a guy who had family at home. Um, he gets up and Luds is in the middle of telling a story, stops mid-sentence and says, where the F do you think you're going? And the guy's like, I actually got to uh, finish with my, you know, I, I got to go home and see my wife and kids. And he, Craig says, sit your ass down. We're not done yet. And the guy did. And he texted his family. So probably about a half hour later, Sean, this drunk woman passes by and she goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's you. And so we're all looking at this woman and she goes, Brett Hull, will you sign something for me? And Craig just says, sure. And signs of Brett Hull. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, it, it happens. So me signing Sean Shapiro's book, you know, as Sean Shapiro, oh. I mean, fake it till yeah. you make it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Or <laughs> you could give it to me and I could get Sean to shine it. Yeah. You know, I guess that. That would be a little harder. Just let me sign it and we can call it a day. But it's a good book. So check it out. It's called We Win Here. A terrific terrific gift. A terrific gift for this upcoming Father's Day. So there you go. The best part is, is throughout this whole process, Sean, we've been saying that's a May-June conversation. That's a May-June conversation. And here we are. And we haven't been able to have those conversations because they play on. And that's the best part. Yep. The May-June conversations are still about games. And that's... There's only uh, only three other markets that are getting to do this right now. So embrace it, enjoy it, and uh, I don't know, let's let's have some fun. This can be a fun series. Absolutely, and thanks to you all. I can't wait to see the main numbers. We're so excited that more and more of you are tuning in, and we truly appreciate it. So that's a Western Conference preview. Just to let you know, prior to tomorrow night's game, we'll release another podcast, and the two-time Stanley Cup champion Craig Ludwig will join me and give his thoughts on the Western Conference Finals. So excited for tomorrow night. I'm Gavin Spittle. He's Sean Shapiro. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you so much for supporting Spits and Suds.